Hello, beautiful people, and welcome back to another episode of Two Girls, One Doc. One Doc. It's your girl, BD. It's Florence, the fiancé. And we are back. We are back. Also, I'm drinking today. Ooh, taking one for the team. I am indeed. And I feel like they need to explain, because we have some new listeners, and like they might be wondering, why is there this random clinking sound? The reason why we have the intro sounds that we have is because once upon a time before covid we used to drink right we'd like go to each other's houses and record and we would like bring you know drinks. the stuff the drinks exactly um, and that's studio album dropping soon amen um so yeah so today but we just haven't done that in a while and like i've been trying to work on my liver so i haven't really been drinking and Forens, i've been trying to work on my weight She's doing our wedding diet, so she hasn't been drinking. But today, I feel like this documentary is going to need some alcohol. It needs crack. Uh, it, well, I could it does. do with a line of Coke right And I now. don't have access to such. So I am drinking today. You should have known. Oh, you basic bitch. <laughs> you should have already known. <laughs> so it it's is a the... pre-mixed cocktail. Yeah. She's down bad. Let me get the description out. It's the Funkin' Nitro Cocktails Piña Colada, because that's how you pronounce it in Spanish. Uh, and it says, infused with nitrogen for a velvety texture and smooth head. That one's okay. for you. Smooth head? Smooth head. Mm. Um, and it's in a can. I've taken a picture of it already, so you can post it so that uh, they can see. Okay. Uh, you don't need to rotate it. I'm not like it taking... It says to rotate. No, it says to rotate on it. It says... Before you drink. It says, rotate, open, pour hard, then wait one minute. Why is everything watch... so sexual with wait, this wait, drink? it gets worse. Then wait one minute to watch the foam head form. I think, do you think they're doing it on purpose? Yeah, because funking, maybe it's like fucking. Oh, it's Maybe it's f- all like a, maybe, or maybe these are just actual cocktail terms and our minds are in the gutter. No, I don't think so. But you're going to need like 50 of those to get you in the mood. What's the yeah. alcohol percentage? That's a very good question. The listeners want to know. The alcohol percentage is, I can't see it. Oh, 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 5%, 5%. Oh my God. I have to tell you guys this story. Of what happened today with my mum. I have to. Um, guys, basically so, what I'll do is I'll put this at the end, yeah? I, but if you want to listen, we'll, do it at the, we'll put it at the end. But yeah, go ahead, go. Um, but yeah, this week's documentary is Our Father. Oof. Not Who Art in Heaven, though. Just Hello will not be his name. At all, no. Um, I actually like that title. I think it's very... It's it's twofold. yeah. It's, it's good. It does what it's supposed to do. It does what it's Especially considering what, it's what he's like. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's on Netflix now, um, and we posted it on our Instagram, so um, you should have seen it a while ago before we dropped this episode, so we gave you some time to watch it. So the documentary opens up with a woman brushing her teeth, and do you know when I was... The reason I noted this down is because I was like, I'm sure you were like... I... Guys, guys, I don't know what this is called. Like, it has a name. I think it's like misophone or something. There is this thing where like I do not like the sight or sound of people brushing their teeth. Yeah. I don't like it. It freaks me out. I don't like it. And they always do it in music videos, in movies, in TV shows. Like, we what know music that video human. has people brushing their teeth? They just have, I mean, like, just like... But is it, the, like, is it the brushing or like the foam and the spit? Like Everything, what is it? everything, okay. all of it, everything. So yeah. just a toothbrush in the mouth will stress you out? No, so if it's just you're holding a toothbrush, it's the, it's the, it's the, the sound and the motion oh, and right. all of that. Yeah. So for me, obviously, if I'm brushing my teeth, it's fine, yeah. But like... 
I just don't, I just don't understand it. And like, I understand, yeah, that you're trying to show people as human and doing everyday things. Yeah. Show them eating breakfast. Show them making the bed. There are so many other things you can show us. Yeah. Why? Why? Show this them added a shit. nothing. <laughs> literally, show them taking a shit. This literally added nothing to the documentary. And I'm so glad you pointed it out because I was like, what the fuck is this? I literally bullshit? wrote it because of you. <laughs> Nonsensical nonsense. So on-screen text tells us that she is sibling one. Dun dun dun. And her name is Jacoba Ballard. I find the name Jacoba very... Why would you call your kid that? Listen, do you know what? I had to check myself because I was like, there's like Philippa and there's like, you know, other boy names. Oh, I never never thought of um, Philippa as Philip, but with... Oh, I never really realised that. Yeah, there are. There's like Georgina and there's like... Oh my gosh, Georgina George. Jesus. Yeah, there's loads of... There's loads of them. It's all coming out now. What else? um, Alex and Alexander, fine. They're maybe a bit different but um there's loads there's loads of like boy girl names it's just yeah that but jacob just, just isn't one of jacob sounds like it sounds like you were born into a mormon family exactly and they had say, like 14 kids and they were running yeah. out of names yeah. so they had to like do you know what i mean yeah now, like, I love Jacoba in this. Like, she's great. And she didn't name herself, so it's not yeah. her fault. So we're not getting on to Jacoba. We're getting on to her parents because... I think they it's, it. it's true. Because you know what? Your parents name you names they like, but you might not particularly like that name. And then it's your name, so it's part of who you are. So what are you going to do? Change it. I mean, of course you can change yeah, it, but, like... Yeah, you literally are. <laughs> yeah, but it's not, it's not that deep, like... Do you like your name? name? Now. It took me a while to like it. Really? Because I think the reason I didn't like it is because no one could ever say it. And then whenever I would have a substitute teacher, I'd be like, ugh god yeah. just like that pause before your name where you're like for fuck's sake even now like at work i introduce myself and they're like oh such an unusual name but i fucking ask you for opinions on my that's name. like me and i'm like bro this is only unusual in this country in in nigeria i'm a diamond do- literally i'm a dime a dozen like yeah, there are three there are three people with my name in my family yeah if not more yeah no at least three yeah, yeah. um so anyways um, Jacoba is telling us that she felt different growing up because everyone in her family had dark hair and dark skin. Well, when I say dark skin, I mean white people dark skin. They weren't black, yeah. like just tan, <laughs> like all Spanish at best. Yeah, like maybe they're like Spanish or Italian or something. Yeah, yeah. like a little bit, like a little bit of su- like sun kissed. But yeah. anyways, she says they have dark skin and dark olive, olive literally dark skin and dark hair while she had blonde hair and blue eyes and if you've done like basic biology with the chart in school you'll know that like it's yeah. impossible for people Genetics. with dark hair and whatever to give birth to blonde hair blue it doesn't eyes. really happen that yeah way. it doesn't happen it's like crazy anomaly someone's got to be blonde and someone's got to have blue eyes yeah so. exactly so at some point while she's growing up she learns that she is the product of a sperm donor and we see a reenactment of her mum um debbie pierce and she's basically saying that like she wanted a kid um but her husband couldn't have a kid so they went to a sperm donor and the oh well sorry they went to a doctor and the doctor was dr donald klein so we see the reenactment of all of this kind of happening um and basically klein was like okay we'll get you a sperm donor since your husband i think he had like a low sperm count or something Mm -hmm. um and he reassured him that the donor would look like her husband so there would be no questions yeah, growing people up wouldn't look at the kid and be like oh that's not yours exactly so the way um dr klein would get these donors would be from residents so like medical students in america who mm-hmm. called residents or whatever who, like training yeah yeah exactly and um he only used the same donor three times basically mm-hmm. so it was just to ensure that there wasn't like a, a huge number of people from the same area who were related, which I think makes a lot of sense. It makes all the sense. Do you know, this is my biggest thing with like, 
not so much adoption because usually adoption you roughly have like depending on the adoption you know but like with sperm donors and all of these different ways yeah. of having kids obviously i think it's amazing it gives more people an opportunity but like you could be shagging your brother and not know like that's yeah. flipping wild or your cousin i'm gonna say this like if i was any of these siblings i would only date people that weren't white yeah I, in that area i would only date people that weren't white so i can guarantee you that yeah like, but there's I'm like not... one there's probably have you seen oh, the demographic yeah, true, the there's probably yeah, one black true. family like there's probably just on. the one yeah, yeah. That's true. <laughs> so um <laughs> Jacoba grows up as an only child and she always wanted like a sibling so she was hoping to find these half siblings and she reaches out to Dr. Klein and she's like I know that you have some more information regarding my sperm donor can you share and basically he's quite cold and he's like yeah I can't tell you anything like that's classified that you need to forget about it and move on with your life cool so now we meet there, there are loads of talking heads in this documentary i don't write them all down after about, oh i did don't worry oh, okay i cool. got you okay cool because i didn't so we meet dr robert clover and he is um dr klein's partner not a sexual partner but they had a medical practice together yeah he's a doctor sidebar yeah. speaking of sexual partners same sex i just watched it's a sin and i know this isn't the right podcast is it good it's so i've been meaning good. to watch it even my you list. you with all your thug niggertry, you will cry. What do you mean? I ain't no you know thug, you. I ain't no nigger. <laughs> you know you, you're a bit hardened. Like, oh I was God. literally crying. Yeah, I was crying in the embassy. They probably thought I was crying tears of frustration. Yeah, you probably were. That was probably It was probably a mixture, but it's really Yeah, I, I've been meaning to watch it. It's on my list. It's on BBC3, right? Or BBC? I don't know. It's a Channel 4 documentary, but it's, it's on Netflix. Yeah. Is that a documentary? No, it's a, is it not a show? It's not a show. It's a... Sh- is it like a TV series? It's a TV series, but it's on yeah. Channel 4. But you oh, can watch it on right. Netflix, which I know you have. So watch it on Netflix. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, fine, yeah. So anyways, um, he he basically says that like Dr. him and Dr. Klein were the best in fertility and meat treatment in the area. They did mm-hmm. a lot of good work and he owes a lot of his career to Dr. Klein. Yeah, fair enough. The area is Indianapolis, by the way. Yeah. So context. we get... Uh, yeah. So we get mm-hmm. some context around like how... Like... It, fertilization worked in the time so because this was like the 70s slash 80s um sperm like fertilization was not as advanced as it is now so basically Mm -hmm. now you can freeze sperm freeze eggs all of this kind of stuff back then they could only use like a a a deposit for lack of a better (laughs) word was only viable A (laughs) a sample was only viable for like three hours and it had to be kept warm so you couldn't just like carry the sperm like in your like in your hand or whatever or, or leave it out and about like you had to like the so the nurse was telling us that what the sperm collector yeah the sperm collector Jan. the sperm machine she was telling us that she would go to the 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 um the hospital the hospital where they donate the you know sperm um and she would literally put it in her bra to keep it warm and bring it fresh for donald to like yeah and, across the road yeah and like i don't know like how doctors do this like because okay sperm has a smell mm-hmm. and that's why her smell was kind of gross so like every day he's opening like i would be sick i would vomit in your sample and that's yeah, your pregnancy put, done but to him like i mean yeah from what we find out later he had no problems with yeah. handling the sperm more than uh no problems mm-hmm. um so we meet some talking heads who become relevant later but at the time i didn't know they were relevant so i didn't write their names but (laughs) basically they talk about their experience with klein and getting inseminated and just the process to finding out that they needed fertility treatments and things like that 
So we're back. This is crazy. That must be such an emotional like rollercoaster. Because yeah. I always say this, like, you don't even know if you can have kids unless you pregnant. Like, you don't know. Do you know what yeah. I mean? So it's like, all your life you're waiting, hoping, hoping you can have a kid. And then, like, it just doesn't happen. Yeah. Especially if you're in a relationship with someone where, like, they're not the problem, you're the problem. Like, yeah. it must just be, it must just be really, really difficult. And it, Very... it just makes this whole story so much more sad or so yeah. much sadder because it's like, you literally have preyed on these people's desire to have a kid yeah. and the fact that they can't do it naturally. Like... That's crazy. Is, is mad, yeah. So we're back to Jacoba and it's 2014 and she's like, listen, I'm finna find my siblings one way or another. And 23andMe is about, and speaking of, if anybody wants to gift me, like really, mm-hmm. like any listeners, because a lot of you message me, oh, I love what you do. I love your podcast. Da, 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 da. Open your purse. Your if, you, if you love the podcast, open your open purse. Open your purse for what? For 23andMe kit? Yeah, those shits are expensive. They're not cheap. I don't want them to have my DNA. Well, that's on you. I really want to know, like, a few things. What do you want to know? You are definitely your mother's child. No. And you are definitely your father's child. No. Well, well, you never know. Mm. But you, no, but you, I just, I just would like to know. I'd like to know, know first of all, genetic makeups. Oh, right. Okay. That's one. Two, um, any hidden relatives you may not know about. But then that would, that would, mean that they would also have to be on 23 Me. they might be people who don't know like much about the history might be there so yeah um please do send me a kit my sisters and i have actually thought of um like getting one so many times but they're broke how much are bitches. they they're like well 125 which is what gives you access to like a lot of like people uh then there's a 79 pound one that would just tell you like your genetic makeup which mm. obviously I'm, I'm intrigued because as you guys know like i'm quite fairer skinned and i know other people tend to be but i've never actually met someone like this fair mm-hmm. and to like obviously my hair like the texture yeah, it's true. and my dad's hair's tech my dad's te- hair texture as well i think is similar like, to mine um and like he says his grandma was like even fairer than me so i'm interested i'm just interested what is fairer than you translucent she's like egyptian or something translucent maybe she's from like Lebanon. Ooh. Yeah. Who knows? Or Libya. We'll never know until we do that test. Open your purse. Um, so basically, she takes this test because at this point, it's just coming out and it's a big thing. And I actually remember when all these tests were coming out. I remember, crazy. yeah. Yeah. She's 35 at the time. Yeah. Oh, she's 35. She looks good. Yeah, she's 35 at the time. She was 35 in 2014. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, that she must be like in her... F- Let me not do the maths. No, she must be... Yeah, she's probably 40. She's 43. Oh, sorry, I thought you said 45. Yeah, no, she... she. No, she was 35 in 2014, yeah. Okay, then she just looks all right. She looks normal, yeah. <laughs> um, So she basically gets results telling her she has seven siblings, which is a red flag to her because her mum was told that they only used the donor three times. Exactly. So, so she should have max two siblings. Maybe if there were multiple births, maybe then she has more. Exactly. And maybe if there were twins or a triplet or whatever, but what are the chances? Exactly. So she's like, mm, okay. So, Dr. Clover explains a little bit about this three times rule. We didn't want a large population with all the same father. There's the concern for consanguinity, uh, having too many people in a certain geographic area that could potentially be your brother or your sister, and you didn't know it. So, basically, I don't know if they still do this now. Like, I don't know if this is a thing now, but 
I think this is such a smart idea. It should, it, if it was a thing then, it's definitely a, a more, thing now. More of a thing now. Yeah, especially if you if there's one fertility doctor in like Indian, like for example, he seemed to be the major. Yes, yeah, a small so area. So it's likely people are going to come to you. So it's a good thing because, bro, like it is because honestly, like, and the thing is, is that like if you have too many people procreating with each other that are related, any like recessive conditions, yeah can basically are more likely to show up in have you seen kid. that brother and sister that are like in a relationship and they're trying to fight to legalize sibling marriage no what? yeah huh? basically they didn't grow up together and they met like as adults so they didn't know of each other then they met as adults and fell in love and like oh, they've been in shit. a relationship since but then why are they trying to fight for it to be a thing because they like obviously they can't get married or anything so so they're trying to get it legalized there's a medical thing about like falling in love with your relatives what do you mean a medical thing like i don't know what it's called but there's a sim syndrome or something oh, that you actually you fall yeah in like with the... but it usually happens when you weren't raised together it's just like if my mom maybe gave me up for adoption then she met me later in life and fell in love with me because why not that's so interesting <laughs> she looked at me um no no but yeah there's a medical thing about it's something about the familial love and it happens a lot with like fathers and daughters because obviously like when you're a girl if you haven't grown up with your dad quote unquote you're meant to like be craving the paternal whatever then the dad do parents ever crave the needs to be parental do they ever do they ever have a kid and give it up and then think literally does future ever wake up and think i have this void in my life i need to go and see my child does that ever happen why is it only one way does future ever wake up and think god damn i should be there for my kids like no it's impossible to be anywhere for that many kids fam same with uh what's his name nick cannon nick i told you guys this man has a lot in common but um anyway so (laughs) jacoba is doing some digging and she's mapping her family tree because obviously klein refused to give her any answers um so she's now doing some sleuth work of her own she's mapping a family tree so she contacts what would be her second cousin and she's asking her second cousin for like names within the family and the cousin is listing loads of names. Yeah, and like she, surnames. Yeah. And she lists, which is weird because if you ask me for surnames in my family, I can only list three outside of my, no, two outside of my own name. So the cousin lists a surname Swinford. And this um, sticks out to Jacoba because Dr. Klein's mother, this was her maiden name, which how do you even have this information? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, like what the she, hell? This was, when I say Jacoba is the hero of this whole documentary, like, how does she even know that? I just about remembered my grandma's maiden name and that person is like knowingly related to me. That's crazy. I don't, I can't tell you my grandma's maiden name. Really? I know both of their maiden names. I have no idea. Yeah. Um. So, when she obviously when this you know rings out to her she asks about klein and the woman is like oh my gosh yeah yeah, yeah. like i've got a cousin dr klein like he's a mate leading fertility doctor so obviously she's like bro what the hell is going on yeah so at this point she kind of suspects that before this she said she suspected that klein was her father because um the seven siblings blah blah yeah they kind of joke about it yeah like but then it's like but it's the back in the back of your mind you have it as like it's possible because it's like you're the common denominator yeah you're the one that had handled the sperm so yeah exactly and even if they didn't know about how the sperm was handled like we all came to your office and we're all related who is the common denominator here or is is someone who was in close proximity to the uh office so 
um now so basically now she's like yeah klein is my biological father and she files and she files a complaint with the attorney general's office and basically gets what seems like an automated response mm-hmm. for like when they want to filter out. and it's just crazy like these people just have access to that like, in america it seems like it's just free for like you can just call the fbi you, you can just call there. the attorney general like, like it's fam it's it's just yeah. open season <laughs> so she starts reaching out to news outlets because um she wants to get this story out yeah and no one else cares but nobody cares literally it's just like okay and then what and then in the final bid she sends a message to angela angela gunote um a fox 59 newscaster and angela's like yeah like what the hell's going on like this seems like a bit of me so angela starts investigating on her own and she reaches out to klein who basically says, listen, I only used a donor. Um, I only used a donor for all the like fertility treatments I did. And I used them not more than three times. So there's a mistake somewhere. But he refuses to take a DNA test. Right. Yeah. So this means when she starts talking about this story, she can't use his name legally. Mm-hmm. So um, at this point, Jacoba has started meeting her donor siblings. So the ones that have been flagged on the system she started mm-hmm. to the seven of them or them. however yeah, many there were exactly um and then one of these kids reaches out to klein's i guess let me call them actual kids because mm. these are the kids klein they're had all biological wife. kids yeah they're all he has okay they're all his mm-hmm. biological father kids, abraham had many sons as in <laughs> they're all his biological kids but these kids that i'm referring to are the ones he had with his wife that he claims basically yeah exactly so he's two people he's either russell um what's his name russell uh wilson. Ha- russell wilson or future let's th- think of it him as two sides of one coin mm-hmm. so the russell wilson family is the one he claims with his wife then the future mm-hmm. family are the fertility Everyone treatment else. yeah so um one of the donor kids reaches out to the russell wilson family kids and they decide to meet and his name is doug so he comes with his wife and this Doug kid is basically like, yeah, like my dad confessed to being your baby dad, like to being your mum's baby daddy. Um, mm-hmm. But he said he only used his sperm when he couldn't get a donor because he didn't want to disappoint the women. And this mm-hmm. was for maximum 10 kids. So remember that, no more remember than that. 10. Because Netflix does this really cool thing after he, she says that. And it, on so the screen, great. you see like, so you see this thing of sibling and then hashtag, and then the numbers are like switching up. Mm-hmm. and then it's like increasing increasing right can i just say this here yeah like this documentary was so well done yeah. it was great it was executed perfectly it was yeah. cinematic it was great storytelling yeah. i loved it and like even though the opening scene was him like wanking into a cup did you clock that yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah yeah when i have another oh my god we're in for a ride like, literally, right. like it was it i was... would say netflix is good for like putting unnecessary crap in but this was it was it was so good, yeah. but this this um, film was um, produced by Bloomhouse Productions, right? And they made Pray Away. Okay. And they also made um, I don't know if you have watched the Jinx about Robert Hurst, some guy who just killed bare people. Yeah. No, I haven't watched it. And yet. that was really good. He, when I saw the Bloomhouse thing come up, I said, okay, this is this gonna is be it's gonna be this good, is gonna yeah. be a good time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Being for it was a good so good. time. <laughs> Literally. So yeah, so they, he says it's only 10 and then it, it, you see the count go up to 14. So yeah. you're like, uh-huh. uh-huh. So there wasn't just 10. <laughs> it's so good. So this is sibling 14 and her name is Julie. I had seen the news pop on one night. They are children searching for answers. I saw Jacoba on TV and my husband thought that we looked a lot alike. 
like just seeing someone that you look alike and be like even if I saw I don't even think they look that alike but I'm not yeah. that great with I'm not that great hair. with like yeah I'm not that great with like even if I saw just... a doppelganger I would never be like to my mom like oh my do I have twin? yeah so um Julie um speaks to her mom and says listen um could this be my sibling because she knew that her parents had some fertility issues and mm. her mom's like nah because Klein used your dad's sperm like it wouldn't be like the case like you know but they're like okay let them get tested anyways just to be safe this is so sad and so they find out that she's Klein's and it devastates the family of course it does because the thing is is that like everything that happens in this documentary is wrong yeah yeah so there's different vi- levels of violation, but it's all wrong. Yeah. But so for me to believe that you use my husband's sperm and the yeah. daughter is is ours, for for it to go from that to you're not even my child, what the fuck? This is what me and so my sister and I were having a conversation and we were just like, yeah, it's all round bad. But the people who thought the sperm being used were their husbands, I'm sorry, they had it worse. Because like, okay, like, yeah, I asked for a donor sperm, so like... So that we all know that you're we not all my know child. You're not my, you're, and the thing is, it's wrong that you're Klein's child because you didn't agree to that. Yeah. But you were never going to be the my, husband's yeah. child. But like, right? if when I decide I want to have a baby with my man, I want our, like, the way I see having kids here, yeah, which is romanticised, I know. But I want our love to create something, <sighs> right? This is how mm-hmm. I feel. It's not just like, I understand, oh, I understand. It's not clinical for you. Yeah. And I feel like when I get pregnant, I will know because I'll feel it and it'll be magical. Like, that's just me, oh right? God, this is like the third time you've said this on a podcast. Okay, cool. <laughs> I know Kingsley's rolling his eyes, whatever. Roll them, Kingsley, roll them. Right. So for me to be like, okay, whatever means happens for me to get pregnant, whether it's via natural or like fertilization, anything, yeah. For me to believe that the love, I'm creating love with the love of my life and then it's your corroded sperm that you've now nah that's a major violation i'm sorry Fam. it's a big big violation yep 100 percent. so like even when you're watching this documentary julie is still like visibly upset about it's this, fresh which, it's, it's fresh, fresh which i can understand like 100 because your daddy is not your daddy anymore and 100%. that's gonna fuck with him as well like i've asked my dad this so many times like how would you feel if you found out like down the road i wasn't your kid he was like that would change nothing but like it's easy to say that because yeah. it's gonna bring so many feelings the thing is it wouldn't change how he feels about you or everything he's done for you whatever but like it's crazy because it's just like a whole like who i think judy even says it like who am i like who yeah. am i and yeah. these these are not like children like these women are in their like 40s or whatever like yeah. they've been around a long time some of them even have their own families and like all of a sudden your whole identity is called into question because it's like what is anything like yeah who what is life so the kids decide they want to meet klein and Klein's son, Doug, sets it up. This Doug seems like he doesn't have work. But anyways, um, so we see a, re- <laughs> we see a reenactment. <laughs> He's catching strays because of his dad. Well, no, nah, they're, all, they're all trash together, man. I know it. So we see a reenactment of this meeting and like, basically they say that Klein is cold he's withdrawn it's so weird man it's very strange like he asks for their names and ages and what they do and it's almost like he's ranking them he's trying to see like how good his sperm is like where like where what it went out into the world and it's and so did. weird because it's like I called this meeting you didn't call this meeting I yeah. called this meeting so why are you here trying to take over trying to ask me questions yeah and he's very like I don't know what part of America the Indianapolis is I don't know if it's Midwest or something but like this man is running around with like a gun on his hip like do you know how intimidating that is like it's weird 
So when they asked him why he was doing it, um, he said that he was doing it to help the mothers who were desperate for kids. And then he says, okay, 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 absolutely max. <laughs> There'd be 15 of you. Max. Netflix does that thing and in comes sibling 17, Max White. Sorry, Matt Max. White. Mm-hmm. And he says, um, and his mum, sorry, says that Klein was always left alone in the office. His mum, like... Oh, she is still going through it. I think her name is Liz. Yeah. She, like... The pain, yeah. Me. Yeah. So she says Klein was always left alone and was always alone in the office whenever she would go to meet him. And what disgusts her is that whilst... So basically she really, like, because I know a lot of people will be thinking like, okay, what is the thing about this thing? Like, yeah, it's, it's peak that it's somebody else's sperm but you had a kid, it's not that deep. But when she really explains this, I think it hits home. She's like, in so like in a hospital environment, right? This is, mm. I know porn has a lot of nurses and doctors fucking each other, right? But like <laughs> in reality, in the real world, a hospital is not a sexual place, right? Yeah. So she's like, I'm going there and I'm trusting my doctor and I'm undressing and I'm putting my legs up. Especially these... in a clinical environment. Exactly. In a clinic. Like it, it cannot be sexual. Do you know what exactly. I mean? Like, literally, this is very clinical. Exactly. So I'm putting my legs up in these things like where... In the stirrups, gonna... my legs are open. Open everything. I'm trusting my doctor, right? And she's like, he goes to a different room and he somehow, and she's like, she doesn't know what... Ev- causes his erection so that even is troubling to her like he gets an erection he ejaculates into a cup and comes back and she's like okay so when he comes Minutes. back like it's likely that he's still hard and like you're yeah. there and you're or he's in... still like experiencing the serotonin or the high from exactly basically from ejaculation right and you're like in and around my vagina like, what the fuck and yeah when you really think about that like do you know how many times i've gone to a doctor and i've opened my legs like male doctor yeah. female like these people see and to think that like one could have been like erect or deriving any sort it's scary it's crazy because you know they say the whole thing about you know the, the sperm has to be fresh yeah mm. it's like literally you w- welcome me into the room oh this is the consultation we're doing this whatever you go out you wank you ejaculate and then you come it's still warm you it's still warm st- your swimmers are still like feeling like they're in the ball sack. that's crazy and that is not what i have consented to yeah when matt's dna test came back my first words were i was raped 15 times and didn't even know it and it's such a major violation like the whole thing is so like even me my skin was crawling it's it's such it's such a violation it's such a violation and yeah. it's more of viol- a violation that like it's not considered a legal violation that's yeah. like the biggest violation yeah so a few talking heads basically who knew him and worked with him describe him as stern and arrogant and know-it-all hyper-religious and basically this behavior that they're learning about goes against everything they've known of him so yeah calva the doctor that is his bestie or whatever yeah. yeah you know matt is basically after his mom talks about like basically the fact that she was raped 15 times it's like how did he do this for so long and nobody knew like how well here's the thing there wasn't much traffic on that first floor other than would come directly into our office don could have clearly collected his specimen and then he got it back and no one would know well here's the thing you know there wasn't that much traffic like no one would know where the sperm came from blah 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 and it's just like how would you even like i understand that you're trying to explain how he did it and nobody knows but like mm. you don't seem 
outraged try, enough yeah. for me. You don't seem disgusted enough for yeah, me. Yeah, it's not you're not angry this. enough for me, yeah. yeah. I feel like I feel like he in the back of his mind kind of feels like it's an overreaction. But he just I think yeah, me. people think like, okay, it's wrong, it's not that deep. Like yeah. you, you wanted a kid, you have a kid, like what are you complaining about? Yeah. Which is which is wrong. So at this point, Klein is getting agitated because he knows a new story is going to break and he feels like his life is going to be ruined. So he's calling Jacoba and he's like chatting to her and he's basically putting the blame on her and he's like saying, you're going to ruin my life. I don't care who you tell. You don't have to have it all out there in the news. And she's basically like, bro, like you asking me to keep quiet is asking me to like hide part of who I am. Like I'm not Mm going to do that. And he's basically telling her like, listen, you need to shut your mouth. I really rate Jacoba. Yeah, I rate her because she was like so much. Yeah, because she could have easily let this go and dealt with it mm-hmm. internally. So, um, Jacoba starts investigating Klein, and we meet sibling twenty-two Heatherwood, um, whose husband basically got her a DNA, and she finds out she's one of Klein's kids. Um, and then we meet sibling thirty-three Lisa nice. Shepherd Stidham, who, um knew julie so the other sibling quite well they all like this just goes to show you like the how like, close-knit the town okay is, the town yeah. is right and once again um in her case they thought the sperm used was her father's but it was klein's so she knew Lee, julie because their kids played like were in some yeah, club together and, school, yeah. and lisa's crazy. husband co- you were was, playing with your cousin this whole time you didn't fam, know fam um and this is really weird because the majority of the siblings live in a 20 mile radius of each other and like like lisa's just saying that it's really bothersome because you don't know if you've dated your cousin or you don't know if you've dated your brother and she said that this led to some really difficult conversations with her kids about dating like just understanding that listen when you date you have to be careful because you could be related to this person this person so um Angela and Klein meet. So obviously Angela is the newscaster we mentioned mm. earlier. She stays on his neck. She is on his neck. She is relentless. Love it. I was very nervous. And when he came in, it was within minutes, he's asking me if guns are allowed in the restaurant. And I'm thinking, what a weird thing to say to me. And then I'm looking down and it looks like he has a gun underneath his sweater. There's something bulging on the side. And I'm thinking, I don't want to be crazy, but is there any chance that he could pull out a gun and shoot me. I honestly thought that. He's trying to intimidate her. He's literally trying to intimidate her. Yeah. Yeah, he's trying to let her know, listen, sis. And like, he's like, yeah, I know where you live. Like, I know where you stay at. And I have a gun. Um, so literally. do what you and want with that begged... info. <laughs> right. So she basically goes to meet him to get his own side of the story. But he's mainly begging her not to air this story because it will ruin his marriage and how he's an elder in the church. And oh, I don't ruin, care. Like, the impression and all of that. But she refuses. She's like, no, I'm going to air it. Yeah. (laughs) So once this meeting is over, weird things start happening to the sibling. One sibling gets phone calls from a cemetery asking if she wants a plot for herself, which is so fucking creepy. Like, it's so fucking weird. Like, that will fuck with your mind, right? Yeah. One has, like, knots in her car removed. Another gets... Yeah, in her tyres. So, like, the lug nuts get from Jacoba, they removed from her tyres. So it's like, it's crazy because if she didn't clock that they had been removed, then that's dangerous yeah, yeah. Like a wheel could come off when she's driving um and then one gets hacked so her, her laptop gets hacked and like all the files on Klein get deleted that's crazy so whilst um is doing her investigation she learns that Klein became really religious after like he had an accident where he killed a little girl um and like he's just hyper religious so he's an elder in church he's um, trying like atone for his sins 
yeah, literally people go to his house to get baptized. Like he's very prominent in the church. And then we meet sibling. So now we meet sibling 48. This is a man that said 15 max. First he said 10. First he said three. Then he said 10. Then he said 15. Then, okay. So we meet sibling 48, Jason Hyatt, who did an ancestor test and found out, sorry, ancestry test and found out that he was one of Khan's kids. He gets 3,000 hits. Do you know how wild that is? Three, fam. You go in thinking, okay, one or two, 3,000. That is so That is overwhelming. Yeah. I would just close the laptop yeah. and go about <laughs> my business. There's only so much you can handle in it's one day. Okay. <laughs> so we learn that Klein uses religion to justify a lot of his actions. His favorite scripture is Jeremiah 1, 5, which says, before I formed you in your mother's womb, I knew you. Which, again, this guy has a God complex, which I've heard a lot of doctors have. Um, but yeah, I'm not surprised, basically. And like, basically, just through sleuthing, they see this like, it, it's a... <laughs> It's a sketchy connection at best of some like um, cult where they're trying to progress like the white race and they it's believe they need quiverful. to go out. What is quiverful? Like, what the hell is it? God says children are a blessing. We should want to have our quiver full of them. Quiverful, it's essentially a cult aimed to having as many children as possible. I've heard of that cult before. Have you? I had never heard of it. I had to Google it yeah and where you need to go out multiplying the idea is that the more kids you have the more they're going to like infiltrate like government and things like that so eventually like it's kind of like um what's the name of that uh documentary we did hillsong where they were like talking about the seven sectors oh yeah it's similar to that except this needs to come from your loins yeah like <laughs> you you need to have more kids so they can infiltrate like areas of um, politics and eventually like the policies and things like that will be like quiverful in line with the quiverful like cult so they're wondering and this is the thing that's scary they're all wondering why he did this right so they're thinking could it be that he's re- like thinking about this mm-hmm. could it be that like okay so all of them have all look the same way and it's like they're like bro he's trying to create like an Aryan race like, none of them there's coinc- always racism mm-hmm. And I believe this because none of them are mixed race. Mm-hmm. None of them even are remotely non, like all the majority of them are blonde hair, blue eyes. eyes. So they're like, is he trying to create like a super race of white people? Like what the fuck is he trying to do? And the problem they were facing is that under law, Klein hadn't committed a crime technically. So there were like little things they thought they could get him on, but no crime was actually committed. Mm-hmm. Um, so in order to nail him, they get Klein on a lie because basically he says in documents to the attorney general that he wasn't the father of the kids. Can I go back to Jacoba? Yeah. Because I feel like this bit is really important, right? So we meet the lawyer, Tim Delaney, right? I don't deny that it was a sexual violation, but legally it isn't a sexual violation. I feel like my mother was raped is a valid human emotional statement. But Dr. Klein committed rape is a legal assertion that was not true. And I wasn't going to put it on paper with my signature. And so Jacoba's like, okay, well, what about battery? Because Jacoba's like, okay, cool. Like, I hear that. Fine. The lordship, I hear it. What about battery? And he's like, I can't charge him with battery because it wasn't battery. And Jacoba's like, so if I spit in your face right now, is it not battery? And he's like, it is battery because you'll be spitting on me. And Jacoba's like, how is me spitting in your face battery? Yeah. But you inseminating me without my consent 
how mm. like how like it doesn't make yeah. it doesn't make any sense the law is fucked it literally it just yeah. goes to show the law nothing is anything like you just say what you want mm. because okay it's not a crime but it's like vibes. so if now somebody makes it a crime then can he then be charged for that mm-hmm. it's all vibes so he basically gets um charged on a yeah two families obstruction of justice and he pleads guilty so they're in court and um like i didn't know this but basically you can't just say what you want during a victim impact yeah i didn't know that to you uh, you have to it has to be in line with what it has to be relevant to the case yeah pertains yeah and so basically jacoba because she's a face of this movement which she is even though i felt like um no i had i was thinking that she wasn't no yeah so she's the face of this movement because mm-hmm. at first i was thinking mm, is she the most aggrieved but i, I think, think it starts with agreed. her because it's like she's yeah. the one that like now whenever they they get a new match yeah jacoba will reach out to that person and basically just be like okay listen this is the lay of the land this is what's going on kind of thing i think the reason i felt that way is because she knew from time that she was of a sperm donor whereas some of the others felt that but you know what i really would have liked what i would have liked from this documentary and i, mean, I think we'll talk about this later is i would have liked to have seen more from the actual women that the mums it happened to yeah because obviously the kids are going through a lot but these women were actually like violated mm-hmm. and like other than um matt's mom who was visibly Liz. upset like we do see the other mums, but i would have liked to have seen more from them because i feel like not that they're the true victims and they're not the others aren't true victims but it was their bodies like i can imagine that really fucks with them and it like, can even ruin your marriage as well yeah but i feel like it's one of those things where like so i think one of the mums says it later on it's like, like i don't regret anything it's like i look at my child and i have i love this child like mm. i have this child now and yes it was fucked up and yes it was wrong but like i'm not now upset that i have my kid because i've had this kid now for so long like i'm just so happy yeah that this child is here yeah. whereas for the children themselves it's like who am i like yeah, I <laughs> and then also for them like it's like this ha- terrible person for the, for the, yeah but then also for them it's like okay i'm dating now are you related to me there's always this uncertainty like going through mm-hmm. life like that's why i'm not it's not the struggle olympics like who's had it worse but i think it's yeah, just exactly, it's just yeah. two sides of the same coin of struggle basically but i think it is really hard for the for them as children because it's like mate and i've got all these siblings that th- th- there's no way I can know them all or meet them all. Like, poor Jacoba just wanted a sister or brother or two. Now you've got hundreds. And now you literally have a clan. Literally. And, like, it's just like you're not going to have a relationship with all of them and, like, some of you are not going to like each other and then it causes beef and it's just weird. It's just so weird. Um, so, yeah, basically, um, Jacoba gets up to read a victim at impact statement. And this really bothers me because the ju- judge basically keeps, like, shutting her up. Yeah. And, like, the... But to be the, fair, it... it so tim delaney if that was the lawyer whoever yeah. basically was like look we went through it with a red pen and said don't say this don't say this jacoba said fuck that shit and she said everything that but she it needed to, to be said I'm glad that she did. and like I, and i think there are some judges that would allow it but she only didn't allow it because as we learn um she was kind of in klein was she was in klein's pocket yeah that's what she was, it. She was so, such a super judgment bad vibes yeah so client gets character letters from people all over the community because this place is given like old time like morals still lynching black people vibes mm-hmm. like she gets a lot of letters from people in the community people at his church people he's worked with including a prosecutor and that and it just seems like they're all saying he's a good guy buddy blah, blah, like he did this type of women and the judge sympathizes with like, him like she's almost in tears yeah like, is everything and okay like, what 
like literally are you all right like, so um, to be impartial what the fuck is this shit exactly and when they asked him like bro is it normal for a prosecutor to send a letter and he was like i'm not going to comment on that because it's yeah fucked. exactly because he knows that it's some and bullshit i need to google um, i'm sure some americans are like screaming right now us not knowing where indianapolis is but i don't know if it's like southern or you know mid, what like we can find out right now oh yeah okay so indianapolis is in indiana which is midwestern so midwest oh i was right I think so. are you sure are you sure it's midwest let the church say amen I mean... What does it say? It says a lot of things. Okay, hold on. Let me go back and find it. Okay, so Ciao. it says Indiana, because Indianapolis is in Indiana, right? So Indiana yeah. is a US state in the Midwestern United States. I knew it. I knew it was it giving Midwest Midwestern vibes. vibes. Yeah. yeah, like Midwestern is very like not as, not quite They're south. Not, yeah, but close but enough. But still a bit, yeah, yeah like close enough to still be like cowboy yeah. vibes. And yeah, like vibes. Yeah, it's very lynching. I'm gonna call you a nigger, but maybe not just on the road. I'll do it like on my porch. My- <laughs> Whereas in the south, they'll call you a nigger like on the road and point at you. Like, yeah, yeah, it's still yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew it. I knew walking around with a gun on your hip. Yeah. Like, what the fuck do you think this is? Wild, wild, wild. And the whole religion, the whole like church. Yeah, I very... knew it was. Mid- I knew it. I knew it. Yeah, I knew it. it is giving that. Felt vibe. it in my left hip. <laughs> um. So the judge sentences him to nothing. Fuck literally all. to nothing. It's a literally nothing. It's a spe- suspended sentence, and he pays five hundred. I did some googles on this yeah because I wanted to understand. Yeah. On the judge. No, 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 on this sentence. Yeah. So they label him a level six felon. So I just wanted to know where that was in the rankings of felons, right? At a level six felon, is the lowest level, in Indiana. It carries a penalty upon conviction of a fixed term between six months and two and a half years in prison. He didn't get any of that. And a fine of up to $10,000. And he got 500 So you're telling me that you could have... Like, you weren't going to put him in jail, but you didn't even take his wallet. $500, what's that? All those stupid kids and grandkids he had around him could each contribute, like, $50. And he, he had so and many... people paid you know him that was my granddad? I would be embarrassed. Yeah. They were, like, following him to court and all sorts. I would change my name. <sighs> so now we meet sibling 53, 50, motherfucking three. Fam. how did we get here and this is why like when birth control is targeted at women it makes no fucking at sense all. look at this man in like probably fertilizing women five six times a week how many women how many kids can a woman birth and you focus your i mean this on one women. he was doing accelerated timing because he was do you know I mean? But the truth is that there are men that could actually no, do this. No, I do man, believe a man, that, that a man could have sex focused. every day and impregnate yeah, multiple, multiple women. times a day. But you could, fam, you could impregnate three women in a an day. An hour. So that fam, somebody said that men should like be born, have a vasectomy, and not and then undo get the unzip until yeah. until we're sure that they and. Let me keep quiet. You know, agree. It's true because then, like most men, I don't think would even would ever undo the vasectomy. They would just stay that way, and then there would be no kids. They would literally, literally, literally. So, um, she's sibling fifty three, and she's basically talking about how like a lot of these, a lot of the kids are sickly. So, like, he <laughs> such like nineteen thirty two word <laughs> chimney sleep sweeping. Like, <laughs> he was a sickly boy. <laughs> Oliver Twist. Please, sir, more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, they all have so autoimmune these... diseases. Yeah, like, what the fuck? Like, like one of them was like, Which you know, it... some of them have blood clotting disorders, digestive issues, colon issues. Like, 
one has um klein has what's it rheumatoid arthritis yeah can you imagine? And you thought, you thought that your swimmers were the, the sperm perfect. That was the sperm in it. Of all the, I think the fuck not. <laughs> Do you know what? It's, you know I what? think the absolute he, fuck he not. He even have like say he wasn't a fertility doctor and he came to produce his sperm. They would have said no, sir. Take they that would, away. No, literally, that's what somebody take that said. Shit away. They were like, bro, like if he had been screened properly, they would have been like, take that shit the yeah. fuck away. It's contaminated. Yeah. Like throwing his sperm away. So Jacoba says. Still to this day, there are people in his community that back him. And people that sit there and say, but he is such a wonderful man. And I just want to look at those people and say, well, then maybe he should have put his sperm in your wife without her consent. And then how would you like that? (laughs) Right. And that's on period. Like, that is on period on material girl. Like, no, honestly. Don't tell me it's not that bad. If it's not that bad, let him impregnate your wife. Yeah. And then... It's crazy because people are not seeing... They're seeing it as, oh, you wanted a baby. But it's like, it reminds me, and maybe this is not even related, of that video of, like, people outside um an abortion clinic with signs saying, oh, adopt a child, adopt a child, yeah? And so then this guy comes up to each of them and says, oh, have you adopted a child? And they're like, no, I have my own. Have you adopted a child? No. Have you adopted a child? No. And it's like... It's, it's what so one thing's good for them but it's not good enough for you it's not good for me if you know you're so passionate about not um about banning abortion da, 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 why don't you, you go and adopt, adopt the kids then exactly. that people chose not to yeah. abort like what are you talking about so in this about? case it's like okay so it's fine because it happens to me but but you okay cool you okay so then let's let's flip it then let your wife get Fam. inseminated okay. thinking that it's your sperm and it's not Fam. and is, is that okay because you have a child the end result is fine like Bro. get out of here so um we meet siblings to 61 60 fucking 60 one. Fucking one. alice kramer um, and do you remember the two people that she... were speaking about um him before and basically saying that like he was really like egotistical i don't know if we said that bit but there was like yeah, this couple, yeah, yeah. and the woman was like the woman did not fuck with him at all she was like if if yeah. she was like if if you knew something he knew more like he was that kind yeah. of person that's that's yeah. allison is their daughter yeah and i remember this woman basically saying that how um she was Jewish and like Klein would have stuff on his wall in his hospital saying like, oh, the only way to get to heaven is through God. Is to be Christian. And she would be like, yeah. And she'd be like, this is really fucking offensive. Um, Especially as a patient. So it, like you should not come there as right? a friend. Like I'm literally a patient. Like, so do I have to be Christian to, for you to um, be my doctor? Treat me. Yeah. So basically, um, Alison took this test because her kids were diagnosed with genetic disorders and that's when they found, yeah. And so was she, and she basically finds out that Klein's her dad and, they again it was another case where they thought it was her her father's sperm that was being used um so she says when she finds this out she ignores because jacoba immediately messages her because jacoba's on it right she also doesn't have work (laughs) so she's on it she's a stay-at-home mom fam and she's like messaging siblings as soon as they pop up she's, she's like, got a listen, notification on her phone she's like she has a brochure and she's like let me introduce you to the clan clan <laughs> literally and so she's um she says she gets this message and she ignores it because she doesn't believe that she's one of the crying kids because she has dark hair so jacob is like messaging her and like she ignores it because she doesn't believe she's one of the crying kids like she just doesn't think it could be her um and then she sees them on Dr. Phil. They all have, like, blonde hair, blue eyes. And she's like, shit, like, I actually could be one of them because it looks like me. So, Alison, this is really sad. Alison says she's doubly disgusted because Klein was actually her OBGYN. Uh, and, like, he'd seen her in, I guess, I don't want to say intimate, but he's seen her intimate parts, yeah. basically. And she just, she she went to him as a doctor, obviously. And, like, she was just like, it's so sad. Like, anytime she thinks about it, like it really upsets her because she's like had i known 
that this was my dad or my biological father i wouldn't have let him do that and she's like it's fucked because he had the knowledge but she didn't yeah. so he could he make knew, a choice but yeah. that choice was robbed of her do you know what i texted um forensia yeah, at this point because basically the way that they they film it it's like um uh allison is saying how you know obviously she's um one of klein's kids because mm. he inseminated her mum and then she was like then they were like oh he was also her fertility doctor and i was like mm. oh my god don't fucking tell me at that, first i was really shocked that he was fathered like, oh, her children she... as well as in like double generations oh. that's what i thought i was like oh my god that's when i texted you yeah and then um i clocked that like oh okay he was he wasn't because they said it was her fertility doctor and i'm i was talking to my sister about this documentary and she was like mate i thought that they were going to say that he had done the same thing to her like bro, generational bro, i was like bro. Oh, and then no. when I realised it wasn't, I was like, okay. Thank you, Jesus. So thank you, Lord. But, like, either way, like, even if my dad was um, a gynecologist, right, at best I would ask him, like, oh, like, what can I do about exercise? Yeah. But I'm not I showing him my coochie. Like, what would you suggest? Yeah, I'm not busting, like, I'm yeah. not busting it open. Uh, why? Weird, like, yeah. no. And I think it, what's weird, because obviously they don't have a father-daughter relationship, so he is a stranger yeah. at the end of the day, but, like, the fact that he knew that this was his daughter, maybe he didn't even, it's... maybe he didn't even know, but he knew, man. Yeah, he, he inseminated so many people, he probably didn't no, know. No, he knew, because the thing is... The, the way he is, I can imagine him writing it down and tracking this is the thing, it. And the reason and... why we know that he knows is because it's not like they were storing sperm and maybe he picked the wrong one out of the freezer. He literally mm. went to wank in a room and then came and then it's disgusting no pun intended yeah and then put it in a thing like literally it's so crazy so Klein basically says at this point so the on screen text tells us that he doesn't see these kids as these these people as his children um and he the insemination was not sexual at all but either way like bro you got hard and you wanked it's you had to think of something it was fraudulent at best like at best. So the documentary is coming to an end now. An on-screen text tells us it's 2018. The mothers and siblings um, have successfully passed a legislation in Indiana making illicit donor inseminations illegal. Um, 44 doctors have been found to have used their own sperm to inseminate patients. It's the norm. Is this not madness? I almost think it's the norm now. Like, why, like, like, it made why me think, are men? Why are men? Why? Is the question. Why are men? <laughs> It literally made me think, because I was thinking, oh, I used to think, like, if I wasn't married by 35, I'd go and have a baby by myself, right? Mm -hmm. And now I'm like, no, I don't think I fucking would, because, like, well, obviously I wouldn't, because now I'm getting married, but, like, outside of that, it's like, bro, like, that could be anybody's sperm. Like, there's no guarantee. But the thing is that, like, it could be anybody's sperm. That's the whole point of the whole donor situation. But it could be the doctor's. That's what I'm saying, which, again, is anybody. I just feel like it's not as if, like, you... it's all wrong. Even if he had yeah. superior sperm, it's wrong. But your sperm is inferior, yeah. It's, def- it's, def- it's defunct. It has default. Your sperm is shit, yeah. shit sperm. And that's what you're coming yeah. to use to... It needs to be... It, it, because the it thing should is, be recalled. The thing, it should be recalled and thrown away. Like, the thing is, yeah, with, with the donors, it's like, there are strict criteria for someone to be able to be a donor. And I'm yeah. choosing who I want. Like, like for example, the ones who were like, okay, I want this, the donors to look as much, as, my, as much like my husband as possible... Yeah, and then you come with your Aryan race features. And your shit sperm. Like... Fam. So, the last bit of text we get is that Klein is the most prolific illicit inseminator. Um, If he was, like, a villain, he'd be called the inseminator. Um, Marvel to the rescue. Mm -hmm. (laughs) With 94 Klein siblings so far. And counting. And counting. And there'll be more. Hitler would be be proud, though. 
this is like Hitler's wet dream. Mate. Like, oh my gosh, these blonde hair, blue eyes, like you're just going out to the world and spreading fam. Hitler would be proud. That's so wild. And you really have reached like a moral low ground if like you're doing something that would make Hitler proud. Yeah. Like, I think this should be the turning yeah, point. In your right? life, yeah. Yeah, for you. And he's right, retired. So like he didn't really face any consequences at all. Yeah. Like he literally, they, they, they struck his... him off the med- of the, of the yeah. web, but he's retired now. But he was never going to work anyways. Exactly. Like, like the evil you've done is enough like it's crazy it's more than enough it's crazy like it's more than enough um but yeah guys that was the documentary 100 percent would recommend watching yeah um it was it's a really, really good documentary good. it's really well done i yeah. enjoyed it i enjoyed it yeah. um so now it's time for the real crime i think was the beard our segment where we focus on something during the documentary that may not be criminal but we definitely consider to be a crime have you got one i have one Mine is, well, I have two. Mine is one that this whole thing isn't illegal, first mm. of all. And the second one is wanking at work. The fuck? Oh, but that happens a lot. I mean, I'm not saying it's right, but it happens a lot. That's wild. Especially if you're in a, like, yeah. I don't know, in a, a clinical setting to me. I'm like, yeah, that's in a worse. clinical spermy setting. Like, it's just weird to me. It's weird. And that sperm could get anywhere, then it's contaminating shit. I just, like, how do you, well, you're just in your office. Maybe it's the thrill of, oh, maybe someone might walk in. Like, maybe that just helps yeah. with the whole, that's wild. So I also have two. One, it's Jacoba. Not her as a person, but the name. Yeah. I think we should just put that name to rest. Mm. Or like, Han, use your middle name. Um, but her middle name could be worse. Who knows? Who knows? Then, Jacoba the person, amazing. Of all, Jacoba the name, not for me. Yeah. And then second of all, <laughs> there's this really weird bit in the documentary, and you guys will see it where they do like this Handmaid's Tale um, the baptism. Im- imagery. Oh. No. But they do have a picture of Handmaid's Tale because... They're talking about, like, the kids and mm-hmm. the kind of kids they want, right? But, like, they also have Jacoba in, like, this red hoodie. Like, oh, and yeah. she looks like, um, what's her face from Handmaid's Tale? Oh, yeah, um, Offred. Offred. She looks like Offred. And I'm just like, bro, like, there's enough going on in this documentary. Yeah, we didn't, we didn't, need, to, we didn't need to sensationalize it. Like, it was already dramatic enough. Yeah. I didn't need to draw, like, the reference. Yeah. Like, it's more than enough. So, those were my two, um... But yeah, no. Speaking of Handmaid's Tale needs to come back. What do you like, mean we're living it <laughs> about it needs to come back? Bro, I know, well, not I us, know. they are in America. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, I yeah. definitely recommend the great documentary. Shout out to Jacoba. Um, Fact Dr. Klein. And that's that. That is that. Sure is. Um, I would ask what we're doing next, but I'm just going to tell you. I don't know. So next we are doing Ron Jeremy, Fall of a Porn Icon. Oh God, we're just going from one sperm, it's like... It's true. One sperm documentary to another, like, I feel sick. <laughs> I don't know, like, I feel sick and now I never want to have sex yeah. again. Like, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Um, we are going to go on a break, so you won't get the episode yeah. next week, you'll get it the week after. Uh, and then, yeah. to be honest, I think... F- Every episode from then to the next couple of episodes are going to be in two week intervals, um, just because we're traveling a lot. Um, not for the podcast, just for life. Um, and but we could be traveling for the podcast if you guys share. Oh, great segue! Friends, what a segue! Share it amongst your friends. We've had a lot of new listeners. We love you. Um, actually, no, you know, rewind. I'm not going to be one of those podcasters that's like we love you because I don't know you. Yeah, so we I really appreciate your support. But we really appreciate you guys listening and we do feel like, I do feel like some of you are like friends because I get the messages and you guys feel like you're in our like friendship and it's fun. Um, 
so yeah guys no please do continue to share because through sharing more people listen the more listeners the more we are able to do this yeah. because eventually we can do this full time and we can produce really really good content so guys please <laughs> my knees. Uh, and also just leave a review on apple yeah. you can like rate us five stars on spotify and you can send us an email to girls one doc on instagram mm-hmm. two girls one doc same with everywhere on TikTok. It's two girls one dot podcast, not two girls one dot mm-hmm. underscore, which I think I've said in the mm-hmm. past because I've not been on it in ages. But we are going to start posting content. <laughs> we say this every week, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. um, we actually will. We actually will. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and also, guys, I wanted to say as well. Um, God, what did I want to yeah, say? Oh yeah, I wanted to say. Um, please do give us suggestions of documentaries we should do that's another thing because we want to do stuff that you guys want to see and we've you know working on the topical stuff but if there's anything you guys like we fucking want you to cover this like please do send it because we're always looking for new documentaries so do share yeah because one day i'm scared that we'll run out oh never run out we're on like 17 this is going to be episode 79 i think we'll never run out of documentary because not only have we not watched every documentary that exists there are also new ones coming out we'll never run out okay never good but yeah that's it all right guys stay tuned for the trailer for one jeremy fall of a porn icon and also for forensic's funny story from the beginning okay then all right bye Bye. to tell you about a man called Ron Jeremy. He would probably say that he's the greatest porn star who ever lived. He starred in more than 2,000 adult films. And he's also kind of a mainstream celebrity. Really one of the most famous porn stars around, Ron Jeremy. The one and only Ron Jeremy. It's Ron Jeremy. Ron Jeremy, very famous pornographic thespian. Ron Jeremy, my name is Chabadi G and I'm your biggest fan, mate. It is an honor. And now he's been accused of rape and sexual assault by dozens of women stretching back decades. Ron Jeremy has been indicted on 33 counts, among them rape and other sexual assault charges. Now Ron Jeremy has maintained his innocence all of these allegations. I want to tell you about how he was arrested and how he came to be in prison awaiting trial. So we went to Tesco, right? Because we went to the Nigerian embassy. That's a story. That's a whole other different, like, podcast. Right, episode. if you know, you know. So we went to Tesco after. And then, like, this poor guy bought a bottle of wine. Yeah. And then he put... Who, the... Do you know him? Do you know no, I don't know oh, him. She guy. also okay. does not know him. So for context, we do not know this guy. The only <laughs> people we knew in this environment were the three of us. Myself, my mother, and my father, right? Okay, cool. So this poor guy buys this bottle of wine and guy, if you're listening, like, I'm really sorry. Um, and he puts this wine in his satchel. Okay. And then my mom says to me and Ibo, she's like, oh, look at that man there, like with his wine. I'm sure he's buying it so that him and whoever can drink and they can shag up. <laughs> and I'm like, what gives you that impression? He's like, oh, it's three, <laughs> it's three forty-five. Why else would he be buying wine? And I'm like, Wait. so... <laughs> <laughs> so I was literally like, what are you chatting about? Because somebody could buy wine for a plethora of reasons. Like he could be going to a dinner party. He could just want to unwind on a Friday night. He was like, no, I'm sure he's going to, because she calls it, I don't know what shagging up means because we've told her it's shacking up 
when you yeah, live together. Shagging. But then she said that you have to. <laughs> she's looking at me laughing. She said that if you're shacking up, you're gonna shag. So it's shagging it's up. Shagging up. Well, sh- she's not wrong. Okay, this is she's living the life, wrong. La Vida, again, right? So cool. <laughs> We just make terms in this house and we go with them. So anyways, she said, so I said to her mum, so this is how I could just be innocently going along with my life. Maybe I'd buy a pack of bubble gum or something. And somebody like you, some crazy person is making up a whole narrative of what I'm doing with that one normal thing that I did. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. So I just thought I'd share. Yeah. Cause yeah. 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 Well, yeah. Nigerian parents. Nigerian parents. 